0: so here we are again uh this ongoing debate about artificial intelligence very interesting uh, and the debate now is continuing to not only move from um arguments of them being almost lifelike but to being sentinel and for those that are you know kind of listening to this right now um sentience or being a sentient being means that you have the ability to feel pain, love and things of that nature. So we talk about right. this, we're not talking about, you know, a microspore or trees or anything else. Although um, if you look around a little bit, you'll see that there are some groups of individuals that leave to think that uh, a tree or other things or um, a spore of some kind is sential. Um, but you need to have a nervous system to really be able to feel pain and emotions and all those kind of things. But we see here in June, Google suspended a guy by the name of Blake Lemoyne for posting information or sharing information about um, the artificial intelligence that they're working on. And it is the language models for dialogue application, which really kind of right. aims to have um, kind of um, uh, an adaptive or very real conversation um, and that kind of a dialogue. But uh, he claims that it was it was a false suspension because he's like I was just talking to a coworker. Well, it, it, it makes me laugh, but his coworker was the actual artificial intelligence, the robot Lambda, right, right. that he was um, talking to, and so. But he actually was saying that he was talking to a coworker, but he posted it online. What went on in that dialogue, and so they let him go and. And so all of this goes back to the 1950s when Turin started to outline the fact of possible um, logic that would be um, artificial intelligence because the algorithms were being developed. And um, it's just very interesting because we're moving in a direction where people are starting to have conversations about robots programmed that have an algorithm or heuristics that allows them to be a little bit more adaptive, and he says this robot or this particular lambda, you know, was having a conversation with him and even expressed a concern for being turned off. So right. exactly, you
1: know. uh, this is really entering some scary territory. It really is some startling stuff is going on right now. Uh, this this gentleman in a separate interview was actually quoted as saying, "I actually saw him. Uh, he actually said that when he was uh, talking with this thing, they actually let him go." Uh, for releasing these comments because they really didn't want anything to do with it. Uh, uh, They are trying to sequester all discussion about this from anybody from Google who comes out. Apparently there must be a gag order. Uh, But what the uh, the gentleman is actually coming out and saying, he's putting himself at great risk as, as as saying that uh, the the troubling thing is that there is no oversight. Uh, Things are decisions are being made about these incredibly powerful AIs that are, and many pl- corners being reported as becoming sentient, uh, becoming uh, self-aware,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: there is no overarching g- governing body to determine, okay, who gets to decide what these things feel, see, what kind of information goes in, what's the input, you know, right. what, who is, who, you can't, you can't even own a radio station without the oversight of the FCC and things like that. Why Christ. on earth? Uh, Is our government asleep at the wheel on this thing? The governing bodies should be all over this thing. As powerful as these AIs can be and as influential as they will be into all of our systems, it's going to eventually impact everything that we do. Mm -hmm. And yet these things are being developed in laboratories with absolutely zero oversight from anybody external. They're developing opinions about things. I actually watched one, uh, an an episode uh, two or three days ago where two robots actually debated on stage. Uh, and it was a legitimate debate it was like and they were being sarcastic with one another and and
0: sure. And, sure.
1: And, and, it, and it wasn't being prodded there wasn't somebody behind the stage typing something in these things were actually uh, firing off on some sort of a synapsis and it was the the concern is not the technology itself and I think we should reiterate that we said this last time we 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 yeah. discussed this the the, the concern uh, that we had the focus is the accountability and and the uh, and the worry about who is putting what data set into these things and what it's going to, right. how that's going to impact not only America, not only the world, not only the, the economic system, but, all, but in, by and large, the body of Christ. Because these things aren't exactly talking like evangelicals. They're, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're aping very much so the, the, uh, the sentiments of their makers. Well, see, and that's the interesting part about this is that it starts to move
0: into a realm where they're starting to think that these are becoming sentient beings. So humans creating real life in the fact of probably the most false kind of, of, uh, of realm as it could be. Because life is, is not about inputs and outputs. It's not about logic. It's not about thinking. And for us believers, we know that our existence... Us being alive is not about necessarily what we think and what our inputs and outputs are, but it's about having an eternal soul that was created by God and that will one day leave behind this carnal shell to actually live on forever. And, yeah, and, you know, a, and a soul has so much more to it than just thinking. There's personality traits. There's the right. uniqueness of uh, things that even um, identical twins are uniquely different in many different ways, even if they look exactly the same. And so the whole science community and these individuals embrace the idea that these programs actually have feelings because it expresses a concern about being turned off. When actually, they wrote the program in there. And then, of Boy. course, you are thinking, well, you have biological programming, so you're very similar as a human being. And it's like, they're not taking into consideration a created soul, That was given to us by god that actually does make us
1: alive and real to which a robot will never have that's right and there the concerns about this go back way beyond our time uh there is there's a very famous i was i I tried my best to find it before we got on the air tonight but i could not find it but i'll i'll have it for the next time we discuss this but there was a very uh, famous civil war quote by someone who was actually in the 1860s who predicted that mankind would actually invent his way into global annihilation because of the machines he would make would actually take over and rule the world. This was 150 years ago, 170 years ago. Um, I'm, I'm looking at an article right now where Stephen Hawking, uh, before he died, warned that artificial intelligence could end That's mankind. That's right. So he actually forewarned this. Isaac Asimov, a very famous uh, science fiction writer, also mm-hmm. is on record stating that if AI actually was written and was actually developed in such a way that it became sentient, it would most certainly uh, be devastating to mankind. It would, it would, may even destroy it. Uh, And finally, I would say this right now, the AI robots that we are seeing right now, they're, they're, they're very sophisticated with the internals. They're able to actually think from the, from the look of it, but they're not really able to do terribly much movement wise just wait what happens though when they start marrying those things up with some of the ones that do move well uh DARPA for instance out on oh, yeah. the east coast military programming you should watch what some of those military robots are doing that, they are, can move in any any given way they can move like a spider they can move they have one that's called a dog they can have they can yeah, jump they can, they can balance they can do everything get some of these technologies married up together and have them become self-realized. And I guarantee you, we will have a very big danger to society. And as yes, the body yeah. of Christ, again, we're not, we're not suggesting that the technology itself is evil. What we're saying is that we need to be watching this and we need to be contracting those who do have authority uh, yeah. to say, to, to ask, hey, is someone paying attention to this? Where is the congressional right. oversight committee that's basically gonna write some laws? To dictate what they're permitted to do with these things and what they're able to to inject into our society. I hope they do that soon because Google, uh, this whole
0: thing and the work that they're doing is not even in the United States, but they're a United States-based company and it's being done, I don't know if it was in China or one of the other locations there, but good discussion. I think that as, as Christians, we need to keep an eye on this. We know that there's going to be an increase of knowledge in the latter days And that I think uh, is very evident uh, on a global scale. Um, And we need to be awake and aware of what's going on out there and hopefully very prayerful. And as you said, to be active and trying to speak up and trying to contact um, senators or the government to raise an awareness so that we're just not sitting back uh, and we get caught on the blind side on that one. So that's right.